welcome to another new season of our Let's Talk segment. Um, we've t- taken a break um, for a series of reasons uh, to really work on new material, bring you guys uh, new material. Um, also, as I've told you, I think one of my last podcasts, um, yeah, I was working, I'm still working on a book, so that's coming along really well. But um, as always, I'm your host, Sean Jackson, and I have with me my co-host um, and engineer, uh, Matt Higgins, and we're just back to be back in this, uh, back to be back with you guys. It's, it's been a while, um, honestly, but just thankful to be here, um, really, and just there's so much in the world going on. Uh, the world's ever been crazy. I think she's, uh, she's really crazy right now. So there's so much going on, and there's so much, man, we, we thought and prayed and strategized and trying to prepare new uh, material to, to discuss, but, um, you know, we're excited for, for what the future holds, and um, yeah, just decided to bring some new guests on, new material. Um, we wanted to really focus on a, a new way to have this conversation. Obviously, we, we wanted to continue the conversation in regards to ethnic conciliation and racial harmony uh, within a church and confronting the injustice um, that, as I've always tried to paint out, that... Uh, the church has been as a whole has been very complicit too and so we wanted to have those hard conversations but we don't always think they have to be hard and muddy and so today we're going to really as we open up a new season we're going to take a different swing um, at this um, continue to talk I, I continue this conversation i want to continue to talk to particularly brothers and sisters in the church but as i've been researching and just in a lot of different conversations and um, a lot around a lot of the social issues going on, um, whether it be, you know, uh, racial injustice, uh, social justice conversation, CRT, um, the, you know, political landscape. I mean, now we have uh, stuff going on in Afghanistan and the situation that abrupted in Haiti. Um, there's so much going on in the world. And one thing I I'm, I'm keep seeing as I just stroll through social media and just have conversations with each other i'm one something disarming has has really um, or alarming has really kind of been been weighing down on me and so um, if i may uh, as you know uh, this is again uh, our let's talk conversations where we seek to um, discuss uh, social justice matters and and really push towards um, ethnic conciliation and racial harmony within the church. And so, um, you know, we aim to be honest and robust in these conversations, but we always want to think theologically uh, and and, and have a high view of scriptures as we we think about these issues. And so, um, if I may tag this, this segment, right, if I may get this segment a name, uh, I've been wrestling with it, but I, I want to talk about, or if I, yeah, if I may tag this segment, um, it would be uh, how to disagree effectively. Um, again, it's how to disagree effectively within the church. Um, I want to talk from that aim of, as I, as I said a few minutes ago, I've been seeing this discourse amongst uh, a lot of really in the social media spaces um, where uh, people are just um, having conversations around uh, issues that obviously matter to so many of us. Um, and what I'm seeing is a, a, a there's this idea that we don't really know how to effectively disagree um, 
around these issues without dismissing and disme- and demeaning one another. And so um, my, my issue, I guess, with that is how do we how do we effectively have a conversation, a hard conversation uh, and disagree and still maintain a sense of worth and value for one another? Um, so much of dismissing and just I've seen, you know, quote unquote, <laughs> Um, and, and I say this, you know, sadly in a, in a real way as I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling, but I, I say it with all sadness. I'm seeing um, so-called professing Christians that are just flat out um, just being mean to each other in these social media spaces. And, it's, and what it shows me is we don't know how to dialogue um, well with one another. Um, there's this one push, um, there's one side of the camp that's saying, hey, there's no room for disagreements as brothers and sisters, we all unite. And then there's this other side saying, hey, I think it's okay to disagree, right? But but in the, in the middle of all that, I'm, I'm finding is there, there there's no meeting in the middle. It's if you don't see things the way I see them, understand, holds the convictions I hold, whatever camp you're come out of, you're in, um, if you're in a camp. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm saying that, you know, uh, from, from, from a very uh, uh, Protestant denominational standpoint, uh, this idea of wherever you come from on these issues, I think we can have a conversation. I want to lean in and say we can have a conversation and uh, a hard conversation, and it's okay to disagree. I think it is perfectly okay to disagree with one another, but still uh, love and affirm one another. I don't have to hold your positions. You don't have to hold my positions. Now, let me say this as I, as I really dive, try to dive into this. Um, and I want to read a quote in a minute, uh, here by a friend, but I... I, I think it's, well, I think it's very important. I think I want to hold to it. And I, I believe one can effectively disagree with somebody and still maintain a sense of worth and value for a person. Um, and I don't, I don't, and I think that's okay. But here's the, here's what I want to lean in and say. The goal is never or should never be to win the debate. Now, if you're arguing, I think you're, 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 you're set up, you're setting yourself up for failure automatically, right? So if it's an argument, then, then there's no way really constructively anybody's going to hear each other but if you're if you're having a just an honest debate and, and you two two people or a few people are just seeing things differently that's okay but i think we have to keep in mind the goal is here is not to debunk a person shut a person down or as we now live in this day of cancel culture uh to cancel a person right um so if your your aim is to win a debate i think you're setting yourself up for failure and so one thing I try to do as I personally, and I'm not saying this, this rule applies to everybody, but I think it's a good model is to, it is okay to offer your, your, your perspective, right? But, but, but keep in mind, you can't change your mind, your own mind around certain issues, right? Think how, think how it is if you're honest with yourself, if we're honest with yourself, think how long it's been, how long it's taking you personally, me personally, to um, you know, I, I look back on my life and there's things I've thought years ago that I, n- I no longer hold on to those positions. Um, and that's growth. That's me learning. That's me becoming right. And I think that's where we're, we're always evolving as people for, for better or for worse in one sense. I do agree. But it is to say that don't be careful in holding each other to positions and not giving room for growth and and, and person to wrestle with their own positions and just because a person holds a position that you disagree with 
doesn't make them less than, right? We don't have to dismiss a person, quote-unquote cancel a person. And I see this happens a lot with more high-profile uh, people, right? They say something, and the minute we disagree with them, we want to debunk them or, or shut them down or just, you know, um, call them out. Real, and here's the problem, I think, with some of this, and, and at least in regards to the social media space, we don't really have any real proximity to these same people that we're pushing at, right? So we're pushing at people that... Let's be honest, we don't have any real proximity to, a uh, real relationship to, but we've read a few of their books, listened to a few of their their conversations, sermons, talks, whatever you want to hear. We, we, we've heard a few things from, a, from at, at best, from a distance. And and we think now, we're the, we're the, we're, we have a right to critique everything about them and say, you know, this guy or this woman didn't hold this position. And, and while some of that is necessary, especially for our more high-profile people, because they are you know, um, leading people in a way where to, their, their thought matters to a lot of people. I, I understand calling some of that out in a healthy way, but make sure you 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 do your 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 due, due diligence in the sense of you have followed that person, um, you've studied them out enough to know what you're trying to critique. Right? Don't critique a a, a soundbite. Don't critique a a blanket statement out of and, and for and, and neglect and forget about or negate the full context of an issue right so and that happens a lot especially when i look at particularly pastors um man there are so we have to be careful i think in a real sense many of whom you know let's be honest we follow from a distance and you know we hear a sound bite or a sound clip and we're, we're quick to dismiss them and go in on them and and we haven't really even listened to, let's just say, the full sermon, right? We haven't read a, read a full book of theirs. We read one, one blanket statement they made about a particular issue. And, and we dismiss them, we're ready to shut them down, right? And so my thing is, even in that, it's healthy to disagree with the position, with whatever was said. But I want to make sure we're doing our homework. We're, 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 we're doing our homework, make sure we've, we've done enough research. And, and so I was... I was in a conversation some years ago um, around some of this. Um, and this was like probably early 2013, 14. And it just showed me that the internet, um, we were discussing how the internet has really played into this idea where we don't know how to effectively engage one another in, in healthy dialogue. And, and I think while the information, I've heard another friend say this, um, while the information is a great tool of or excuse me, while the internet is a great tool for information, it's not the best place for, for thought. Um, and, and I want to say I agree to that because sometimes with, with information being really at our fingertips, it's taken away that idea of really doing hard research and really leaning in and studying stuff out because essentially, you know, I can type whatever I want in and get, you know, a, a very close view or narrow view of information on a particular subject or, uh, or person or matter, right? So if I lean on certain position on a certain matter, all I got to do is type that in a certain way in, in, my, in my Google or whatever, and I'm going to get, um, they, they have, uh, the algorithm is going to send me information a certain way based on the way I've worded some of that, right? Um, and so what it does is it closes off to any type of um, pushback or um, it, 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 it dismisses the other side, right? And so one thing I've learned to do is sit in a room and sit and listen, not just listen to um, respond, but listen in a way that says, hmm, 
how did a person land to the position they got to, right? How did they get here, right? Because, and, and, and I want to I wanna put this put this plug in, if I may, at this moment. We, we can't forget in all these matters, we're dealing with people, right? These are human, these are uh, human beings we're dealing with, right? These are not... So, so these books we are critiquing, these, these statements we're critiquing, they, they come from people. These are thoughts from people. So let's not forget the person in the process um, as we have these hard conversations. And so when we, I can dismiss your position and not dismiss you. But I think there's a, I want to contend, there's a, there's a, there's a real stark difference there. Um, so yeah, you know, I think the internet has has really kept us from really studying things well and doing some hard research because information is epic so you think about where we are in 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 book writing right a book comes out today and now you got everything to where you can get people that are uh, getting the pre-release early release or whatever and they're reading it before the rest of the world where let's just say I would say argue 10, 15 years ago, that just wasn't, we wasn't at a place technology-wise where you can do that to a person, right? It would take a, a year or two to, um, to, for a book to come out, for people to, you know, uh, offer uh, a critique to it or anything like that, or offer, you know, uh, a thought to it. And, and it, people read the book, right? Now we're getting people who, who listen to a... a, a, a uh, a YouTube live on a book or a podcast about a book that they never picked up, right? They, ne- they never sat down and gave it two, two levels of thought, uh, two minutes of thought in a sense of, you know, they, they really understood or tried to, tried to understand, hey, how the person got here. And then so I think, man, we're in a place, you know, um, technology-wise um, or the internet, in this internet age, I think, you know, information age, I want to contend, where we don't know how to, to, to properly study things out before we're so quick. And, and here's the thing, because everybody has access to the internet and stuff that's at our fingertips, is people are rushing to say stuff they know nothing about. I mean, I have to, I'm going to be honest, if I'm, if I'm not careful myself, I have to be careful in, in that regards. I think we all have to, in a real sense, be careful that we're not rushing to, to, to offer opinion about something we don't know. Even if it's a subject matter you really care about, right? Um, and so let's just let's just keep this in context in regards to the social justice con- conversation that we're having in, in many of our churches still today, right? There's this we live in where what I'm what I'm seeing is this is this weird dichotomy of everybody's rushing to learn about this stuff, right? And, and while that's great, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. What what I've always said and what I've always seemed to be true was. And in a real sense, this is this is a lived experience for for, for um, black and brown people and people of color in general, right? And so we don't. And and, and I want to be careful saying this because I know some people can lean in on this, but in a sense, we don't have to read about our own experience. Now, don't get me wrong; we need to research and do our homework as well. But I'm saying it's. I'm seeing too many people's stories dismissed and, and, and they dismissed altogether because well that's not my experience right how many times have we heard that in a conversation well that's not my experience I don't know that to be true and then we hang the person up and we dismiss their 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 real experience because we don't know nothing of it and and it's where it, it doesn't allow for um, you know it doesn't allow us to empathize um, because again we have no real proximity I'm not saying when I say proximity I'm not saying you literally have to go through an experience to, to understand but at least lean in and I think as Christians this is so 
this is so baffling to me because, you know, our basic command is to love our fellow man, right? Love our fellow man. So if that's our basic, it's like, it's appalling to me why some of, I'm, I'm seeing in this, especially as of late, Christians being some of the most meanest people on in these internet streets. It is it is sad um, to, to really see. I'm, I'm, so it's one thing to see the world do this, you know, because it's expected in some sense. You know, but when I see my Christian, when I see Christians just not being mature in, in, in conversation and not loving each other well, it's 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 a real indictment to us um, as believers. You know, I, I, I want to be careful. I don't want to say it's a real indictment to the gospel, but I will say it's an indictment to us who who wave the banner of Christianity um, that we can be so dismissive of one another and just let's just call it what it is we're not loving each other well we're not serving each other well um because again we don't listen and 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 that's where i wonder if and i have to do more study on this but i wonder if this whole idea of tradition and denomination really has has really played a a real uh integral part in this or integral role in this in the sense of because you're not in my camp I don't believe you hold to a high view of scriptures or a high view of doctrine and theology. So, right, there's there's those of us who are in a high view of theology and doctrine. And then it's just like, well, some of us is like, well, you know, you can't miss the, um, gosh, I want to be careful here. You can't miss the the, the, the motion and, and, and the passion that comes with that. And so I want to argue that both matters, um, you know, passion. Uh, for, for God matters just as a, a, a real heart uh, and the, uh, for theology and, and doctrine matters. I want to say they both matter. I think balance is the key in both because we can be, you can be very legalistic uh, in, in both if you're not careful, um, if we're not careful. And so, but I want to, I, I want to ask the question, like, does that, how much does doctrine, I mean, uh, excuse me, how much does yeah, how much does our, our traditions, denominations, and stuff play into that? Because we're so bound on, this is my camp and this is what we believe. And then here's the, I want to even lean in a little further here and say, even I've seen this, this, this glimpse of even people within our own, whatever your camp may be, right? So so I'm going to just use myself. I'm on a kind of a reformed theology camp. And I'm seeing this, you know, if you don't hold to very, you know, the five points of Calvinism or whatever like that, it's people want to dismiss you, right? It's like, oh well, you're you know you're only a three-point Calvinist or whatever. And I'm just I'm not just not here to bash Calvinist, Calvinist um, or anything like that. But I'm just using that as an example to say like I've even seen you know uh, it in within the uh, with uh, kind of within the in the camps, right? So it happens without the camps, um, yes, but it also happens within the camps. And again, it's just this where we're not loving well. Because when I look at scriptures, and this is the thing I was thinking about, when I look at scriptures, um, you know, you see examples of Paul and Timothy, um, and or, or Paul and um, Peter and Paul, where they they had real disagreements and real misunderstandings. But there was not this dismissing of one another, right? And and again, I, I want to be careful because scripture doesn't give us every, you know. Um, we don't get a clear picture of their whole life in totality, but I think we see enough to say that they they. You know, as they did ministry and stuff and lived and lived life, they 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 had a sense of this is my brother, right? This is my sister, and they knew how to you know they knew how to love each other well. I'm sure they were flawed men as we all are, but I want to be careful to say, hey, we need to really step back and think about 
man, how are we having these conversations, right? And what's the aim? Like, what is our aim as we're, we're having these conversations? Am, am, I, am I trying to debunk you? Am I trying to, uh, to win, the, win the debate? Am I trying to sound uh, theologically or, or doctrinally um, smarting you? Like, if that's our aim, like, so, so my, my thing is we have to check our hearts as we're entering it. If a, if a situation matters to you or, you know, a topic matters to you, you really have a heart to understand and you want to understand another you know, um, yes and amen, you know, I would encourage, yes, you know, it's okay to, um, to, to critique something, it's okay to um, question things, but, but let's make sure, even in this idea, we're in this movement where it's kind of a destruction and, uh, or, or deconstructing, um, or the, you know, um, or, 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 yeah, deconstructions, deconstructing, excuse me, I can't talk, deconstructing our, um, some of our ideological views and understanding on things, and 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 while that's needed, I want to I want to make sure that again we're not just dismissing people um, in the process. Again, I think it's okay to disagree. I want to also push this thought of. I think it's wise, and I think it would do us some good to sit in rooms and sit in conversations where, you know, um, you what people you disagree with, you know, if if if. If the only voices around you are people who think like you, uh, read scriptures like you, um, you know, understand certain positions just the way you do, then I want to say, man, you have, you put yourself in a very uh, intellectual box to where you can't, you know, um, yeah, that you can't be, be heard, you know, Um, it's, it's, it's going to really, it's going to really make it hard. For you to have conversations when um, you hear an opposing argument or opposing position um, because you're not used to listening to, to so one thing in my life I've, I'm, I'm still working at it is I've, I've purposely sat down with people I listen I disagree with and not to sit in a room to critique them or anything but I'm just listening to them how did they get here how did they get to this position how did they land here and trying to really understand it right so it's this kind of leaning in with them, right, empathizing with them, again, and it's, I know where I stand, right, you know where you stand positionally or, you know, convictionally on certain matters, but just learn, because it, it, it'll help you understand that, again, that the goal, I have to keep stressing, the goal is not to win an argument, the goal is not to win a debate, um, again, so, so let me say this too, because there's, there's this other side of where, you know, I heard this a lot lately, you know, what we have to, you know, uh, quote, unquote, um, defend the faith, yes, yes, we do. Right, I understand that. So correction and all that stuff is needed, but we can we we have to maintain that, or we have to always yet maintain that we're doing that in the heart of love and the heart of grace. Um, because let's just be honest, none of us got it all right. None of us got it all right. We're, so so as I said in the beginning, we're all constantly evolving. We're all constantly becoming. Um, and and so you know if if sanctification process is a journey we're all learning we're all at different stages and so we got to be patient with people who may not have reached the position we've reached or reached an understanding of scriptures we've reached so if anything you should kind of be big brother big sister in that person not looking down on them as if something's wrong with them or they're less than or right they're not they're not as sound as you are or 
or you know whatever like that you should you should be trying to empathize with them and say hey you know i've been there right so one of the things i try to do in my own life is just you know lean in and say hey you know there was be honest with myself and say hey there was moments in my life where i landed on positions that i look back on and i'm just like mad you know thank god right but you know, I have to own that. Hey, I, but, but the grace of God, there you, there you may be too. And there you were too. Let's just, if you want to be, you know, uh, honest, just straight honest. So, you know, we can't forget that, that none of us have arrived in any of this. Um, that, that, and, and then there's only things, and this is what I always think about, right? There's only, there's, there's no, uh, the, the, the goal is that in, in all this, we're, we're, we're becoming more like Christ, right? And we're not, um, we're, we're not, none of us have arrived, or so as Paul says, not that I arrive or already become, right? But he continues to press, he continues a daily press, it's a moment by moment press. So it's not that any of us arrives in any of us, you know? So I would think it's, it is wise that, hey, a position you held, you know, uh, six years ago, yeah, maybe I want to say, maybe, he, hey, that position has strengthened. Um, that you've grown in that thought or, or that position or that conviction may have changed. You may have dismissed it um, or, you know, no longer believe that, excuse me. But I, I would think that's, that, that should be true of you, right? But, but don't, don't be careful as we, we, we lean in and have conversations with brothers and sisters who, who, who just not there yet. Not saying we leave them there, but we do it with, 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 you know, we bathe these conversations. Here's the thing. We have to bathe these conversations in grace and love. Too many of us are not doing these conversations with grace and love. We're, we're out here trying to win um, internet battles. Um, you know, it's 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 a the new form of what I would call kind of a um, a, a kind of uh, arrogant spiritual um, cyberbullying that's going on right now. You know, we're just out here really billing people under the name of God um, in these streets because they don't they don't hold a position we do so let's just make sure we're, we're, we're loving people again i think it's i think it's quite okay to disagree with somebody um and still maintain a high high respect and high sense of love for that person um and you just not and, and here's the goal as as believers we don't i want to i want to push into this and say we don't have to agree on everything that you we can still unite and love one another and, and we just don't come to the same you know and here's the thing We'll, we won't, we'll find out when we get that. Some things we're just going to find out we get. Yes. And, and I don't mean, and so let me be clear here too. I don't, I'm not talking about close-handed issues, right? Where you land on close-handed issues, you know, amen. Yes, right? I'm not saying yes. Defend those, lean into those, right? But still build in a sense of grace and love. But these, a lot of these conversations are what I'm seeing is they're, they're very, what we would call kind of open-handed issues, right? They're, so that's to say they're not heaven or hell issues, right? That's just say I, I, I view this matter this way. You view this matter this way. We can still, you know, we still are brothers and sisters, but we just see this different. And even on the close-handed issues is, hey, I think you're wrong, right? And you think I'm wrong, whatever. But we can still love one another, right? Because what does this say? Here's the question I have. I always ask myself, what does this say if, if I'm dismissing a, a fellow believer because a position they hold about scriptures or about, you know, uh, an implication of scriptures? Um, what does this say to, to, to non-Christians who, who are trying to consider the church, trying to consider being a part of the fellowship and stuff like that? If they see us in-house fighting over everything, right? So, so here's, I want to give a practical example, I want to, and I want to close with this. 
you think about the social justice conversations, one of the baffling things to me is, as by and large, the church has been late to this conversation. We are now in a process, or in, a, in a state where we're, we're leaning in, we're starting to have the conversation. But here's the reality, we've been late. So I've always said and held this position that, you know, we, we push back against, you know, bigger organizations like uh, Black Lives Matters. But I'm like, guess what? Black Lives Matters is, is, in, is in a sense, the only thing we had since the civil rights movement. And, and I wanna say, hey, that's on us as the church for, for, for us not leading the conversation well, right? Had we done our part as the church, Black Lives Matters, I wanna contend, does not exist. And so people's like, oh, I can't, I can't buy into their movement. I can't. I'm like, well, what, what is their, what is, show me a, a theological Christian-based organization that has been leading away, leading the way since since um, the, the, the the civil rights movement. We we don't have one. And I'm not saying, you know, we need to endorse everything Black Lives Matter. I've already done talks on this, and, and and we've talked about that in the past. But what I am saying is. We need to learn what we can learn from these groups, right? And 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 the, and the errors that are redeemable, we need to put a, a, a redemptive, um, you know, redemptive understanding to bring a redemptive understanding to these positions. But we don't need to dismiss them altogether. And so here's the thing: we don't do this in other areas. We don't do this in philosophy. We don't do this in science, right? We we take the parts where we can take, and it's not. And this is I want to be careful because I'm not saying in a sense take the meat and leave the bones because I even think there's some problematic uh, views to that. Um, that's just my stance. Um, but I, but I will say, man, we we can learn from the world too, you know, in in different in different ways. And so especially if we got it wrong, right? You know, especially if we don't we don't we're not we're not offering a solution. You know, and, and praise God, like we're we're starting to, but but understand we're starting to. We still don't even have anything really in place uh, that's more concrete. Um, and so that's what I'm saying. Make sure as we as and so in closing, make sure we're we're loving each other well. We're 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 listening, right? We're listening to the heart, not to somebody's mere words, right? Um, because a person can say, and then this is not, it's another conversation, but a person can say whatever, you know, what they want you to hear, right? And that may not be their heart at all. And that's a different conversation, so I don't want to lean to that. But I want to read this in closing. I've seen this, and this is what kind of give me, gave me the thought, if you will, around this conversation. A uh, friend um, wrote this and says, uh, you know, uh, on, on Twitter uh, uh, about a few days ago, whatever, um, few hours ago, excuse me, um, says critique theology, critique, critique movements, critique culture, question leadership, uh, disagree, push back on someone's idea, but we Christians should not be straight up mean or insulting to individuals, even on the internet. Um, it says if you're, if you're a regular, if you are a regular mean on this, if you are a, reg- a regular mean on this, um, basically this is for you and I was like man that's that's what we're seeing you know um, some of my hardest conversations um, has not been you know let's say secular people it's just been people who wave the name of Christ or wave the banner of Christ um, call themselves Christians has been some of the most um, unloving ungracious conversations um, mean-spirited conversations 
you know, and and we we do do that we do this in a in, and and it's even you know we we got so smart with it where we're using even a lot of um, you know Christian jargon or or uh, even scriptures to to try to support this. And that's another. I want to say this. <laughs> I'm definitely done here. But this idea that you can, um, you know, we think that oh, if I if I debunk you with a lot of scripture, uh, often. Um, not all the time, but a lot of times used way out of its original context, then, you know, I've, 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 I've done something, right? We've done something. Let me, let me just say this. Let me just be very clear about this. It is nothing new under the sun in one sense. Um, but, I, but I'm saying this to say that you can, we can, anybody can, take any scriptures they want, apply them to any position they want, to make any argument they want at, at the point of negating the entire Bible as a whole. So I can go in there and pull, yeah, this scripture, this scripture, this scripture, and, and put a whole, you know, um, put, put a whole, you know, uh, thought together around that and make them support it very well. And if you're not, if you don't know, um, it, it, it is sound convincing. People do it every day. Um, you know, and so don't think because we've we've used a lot of scriptures, we we've we we won the conversation, we we won the argument. Well, you know, we we did something, you know, for God. No, we we didn't. Um, make sure you're keeping as we have these conversations. Make sure we're keeping scriptures in their proper context. Um, so it's it's right. It's exegeting the scriptures. We're not eisegeting the scriptures, right? You know, so it's you know we got to understand when we come to the tables, you know, scripture especially. You know, we're we're bringing a lot of our thought patterns and stuff like that, and it's it's not, you know, bringing this into my context, but it's it's considering the original context, and then how does that apply to us in, 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 in life today? But we don't get to make the text say what we want it to say. Um, you know, we don't we don't get that, and so um, I know that's a little little uh, different from from where I was going, but. I think that point needs to definitely be made. So in closing, yeah, just remember, yeah, just as we have these conversations, make sure we are, gosh, we're not forgetting we're dealing with people, um, real people, right? Real human beings with real emotions, with real thoughts. Um, and so my thing is, make sure you build a relationship with these people, right? Stop talking at people um, and start talking to them in the sense that you're getting to know them. You're getting to know how they landed. Uh, to these positions, right? So I think it's hard, and especially in the internet space, to have these conversations in a sense of we've never sat down with, um, yeah, we've never really sat down and got to know the person. But we're, we're so quick to jump on a, 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 a blanket statement they made um, on the internet or, you know, a soundbite we heard them, you know, say, and, and, and even, you know, or even a post, you know, even if a friend makes a post and, you know, they grabbed it from somebody else and you're just, we're so quick to dismiss them and, and, and really argue them down and say, you're wrong and this is why. And it's like, okay, yeah, you could be wrong, but are, but are y'all having the conversation in a very productive, healthy way, a mature way? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad when we are some of the most meanest people. We can be, uh, you know, we can be some of the most meanest people around some of these very difficult, let's just be honest, these are difficult conversations. They're difficult for a reason, but they are possible and we need to have them. So yes, defend the faith. Yes, right? Correct where you need to correct. But make sure it's, it's done in love. And yes, I get it. Truth hurts. We understand that. 
But understand this, God who changes the heart. You ain't going into no conversation and changing no one's heart. We're just not going to do it. Here's the reality. And, and you say, well, how can you make such a, such a bold statement? Here's the reality. I can't change my heart around anything, right? You know? So I know how hard it is to change my own thought pattern, right? How then do I dare think that, oh, you, you give me, you know, 15 back and forth posts with a person and I'm going to change their whole mindset around that issue. But yet I have no proximity. I have no relationship to this person blasphemy you know uh, we're, we're fooling ourselves you know in a sense to, to think that we can do that so yeah let's let's make sure we're being affirming loving uh genuine right and and here's here's the last thing i want to i want to and i keep you know i'm closing really right um let's make sure we're not getting caught up in emotionalism right because some of these conversations where there's a lot of pushback is to say that a lot of it's on the sense of, or a lot of it's, it's an indictment to say that there's there's some real emotionalism going on in a person's heart, right? It's like you're pushing back because this is tough for you. And it's and it's coming out in the way you talk about it, right? It's coming out the way you tweet about it, the way you, you, you post about it and comments about it. It's it's really exposing your own heart. So I'm saying, hey, as you as you dialogue with people, as you have these conversations, you know. Make sure you're, 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 you're dealing with what you need to deal with in your own heart. You know, that, but that you're not, you know, spilling your own junk out in the streets and then just exposing yourself in a sense. So, you know, let's, let's be careful of that, that, that emotionalism. So make sure we're dealing with ourselves and we're wrestling and taking these things to God as we process them, right? And we pray about it. But let's just, I, I want to contend that, you know, um, the internet is not a safe space to get out in the streets and wrestle with these stuff these things no you need to sit quietly with god and wrestle with god before you you take to the streets have the conversations again some of these conversations we need to be having but make sure they're getting past posts back and forth on facebook pick up the phone and call somebody you know meet up with coffee and say hey let's 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 talk about this sit down you know it's that stuff stop trying to build a platform because if you're doing it to gain a platform or or be seen by people or, or build more followers and stuff like that the motive are wrong. The motive, the, the end goal is shit. Hey, we're all, you know, we should be pushing each other towards Christ more and more, right? That we should all, through these conversations, we want to make sure we're imaging Christ in all these conversations. If that's not our end goal, then what are we doing? Again, debunking for the sake of debunking is a, is, is, is a waste of both of you guys' times. Um, so make sure that's not our goal. And, and again, check your own heart at the door, you know. Um, don't, get, don't get caught up in the spiritual most. Emotional. But again, it is okay to disagree. It is okay and healthy to disagree. Um, we don't all have to land on the same thing. Um, so I want to say, in this, especially to this younger generation, we, while I'm, I'm excited for the eagerness to learn, I am also discouraged at the, the way we don't know how to dialogue. And I think the internet keeps us from doing that. And in a real sense, we don't know how to sit down, meet up for coffee, go out to dinner, have real honest, hard conversations. Look each other eye to eye, face to face, sit down and have heart to heart conversations and stop talking and through screens where, because here's the thing, and I, and I heard somebody say this and it's, it's very true, sadly, you know, the, the internet, you know, makes quiet people really brave, right? You know, some people that ain't, they ain't left their house in years and I'm not talking about because of COVID, I'm just talking about because, you know, that's they're that type of person ain't left the house in years are some of the most boldest people on the planet 
won't but won't pick up the phone and call you won't meet you won't won't come out their house but they'll they'll argue you down in these and so and that's and that's to say be 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 mindful of people trolling you don't don't waste your time out here if you got people trolling you and so you understand trolls are just people they have no purpose other purpose but to argue you down they don't care about what you care about um they don't even care about the, the issue at hand they just care to, to argue you down and really that's their aim. They, they have no alternative to learn, to grow, to try to connect with you. That's not their aim. So understand trollers. Trollers will have you out here wasting your time and looking very foolish in these social media and internet streets. Don't get caught up in it. Um, again, I say all this in love. I, I, it was on my heart to have this conversation in the sense of because we are having hard conversations. And we've been having them for, you know, roughly um, about a good year and a half now. You know, around a lot of different um, uh, issues, right, um, and different matters, and and as we have them, we got to make sure we're having them in a very healthy, loving, and affirming way. Um, again, disagree. It is okay to disagree. Agree to disagree, um, as they say, right? That's all okay. But but as Christians, let's make sure in our disagreeing, um, and even what we do agree, we're we're doing it in the spirit of love, right? We're doing it to push each other closer to Christ, right? It's not to win an argument. Um, as I said earlier, my, my aim is always just want to offer your perspective. I'm not asking you to agree with me. You know, I'm asking you to you take it to God and let God build conviction because it's only God that can change the heart. Yes, he's given us people and, and, and different resources to help us learn and grow in him and all that. I'm, we thank God for that. But ultimately, it's God that's the one who pierces the heart. You and I cannot change anybody's mind. Um, I don't care how many books we write, how many sermons we preach. Um, how many dissertations? I don't. None of that matters. I don't care how many letters you got behind your name. That this is not, you know. And we got to be careful with that. I'm, I'm all for the academia, but we got to be careful with some of that. That, you know, at the end of the day, God's work is is, is going to have, you know, um, gosh, in a very in a very world with the last say as we as we think through some of these matters. So, um, say this in love. So as you have this conversation with your loved ones and you guys talk this out, gosh. Make sure you, you do it in a spirit of love and, and affirming. And, and again, dive into the hard conversations. They're hard for a reason. If they were easy, um, everybody would be doing it, right? These conversations, we, we understand are hard for a reason. But make sure you're praying about it. You know, one thing I try to do, um, and I don't always do it. I'm, I'm guilty some, um, a lot of times, but make sure we're praying through this stuff as we, as we have these conversations, you know, um, that we've sat with God and, and really wrestled with her and involved about it and not just, oh, my God, I read a post and let me get out here and say something that, you know, it's, you, you can tell, you can tell, it doesn't take but a few minutes to tell that, hey, this person ain't really did no homework, they read a, a piece of your article and they think they're a scholar, you know, uh, and a theologian around something they know nothing about, you know, that's what a lot of the CRT stuff, I mean, how many people have you sat down and talked to CRT and, and their first question on their mouth, what is it, but you don't want it in the school, you don't want it in the church, but you don't, at the same time, you have no clue what it is, um, you know, and that's just an example, obviously. But this could be, this is not just true of social justice issues. It's just true of anything. This is true of, uh, like I said, uh, theological issues. This is true of political issues. This is true of so many different matters, right? Make sure you're doing some homework before you just get out here just taking it. And here's the thing. And in and, and closing, <sighs> make sure, you know, um, let, let me say it this way. Guys, I'm trying to really put this together. You don't have to speak on everything. Sometimes it's wise to 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 not offer an opinion. 
the best thing sometimes we can say is I don't know. I don't have it. I don't have anything to say. Not because, you know, you don't care or you really don't know. It's because, guess what? Everything in you. So, so don't try to be, be dying on every cliff out here. Nobody called you to do that, right? Um, those things that matter to you, that are extremely important to you, yes, speak up and speak about them. Those things are passionate in your heart, yes. But make sure you're doing your homework. You, you research these things out. You study them out, you know. But don't feel like you got to die on every cliff, right? So you, you think about the stuff going on in Afghanistan and stuff like that. You know, okay, now now we're geo experts, right? You know, it's like, wait a minute. You know, we're just having, you know, it's like, don't feel a need to, to offer opinion on everything. Their, their opinion, they're called opinions for a reason. We all have them, right? But that doesn't mean we all need to be sharing them. And how you share them matters. And, and I just want to say, on a very practical level, social media may not be the wisest place to go out there sharing all your opinions. And if you're a type of person who leans in and really, you know, somebody says something, you're going to lean in, you may really need to think about that. Sometimes the best thing I can do, you know, one thing I do, stuff that I really don't want nobody knowing or, or, you know, don't really need a lot of pushback about, I pick up a pen and paper, journal it. Me and God to talk about it. You know, I don't, I don't need to die on every cliff, right? You know, um, not to say these things don't matter to me, but I don't feel a need to die on, on God here trying to defend everything. Because you can be so defend, you can be so you know out there trying to defend everything to to where you're really it's like nobody knows where's where you're at, right? It's like oh he's here today, he's there next week, and you know next month he's going to be talking about this. It's like we don't know what you you know. It's so so you know blossom where you're planted, you know. Um, uh, talk about the things that, that that really you have real proximity. That's why I always push this idea of proximity, you know. Um, things that you have real thought to you know don't be speaking out to things that you you know you have no no connection to no no understanding no real understanding to um, I ain't saying you can't speak on these things but be careful in how you engage the conversation so again let's do this in the spirit of love as we have hard conversations um, and continue the conversation uh, continue to get around people that don't think like you um, that can challenge you know but I would say it's wise to invite people into your space into your life that that can challenge some of the way you think because, again, if, if, if everybody around you thinks the way you think and sees like the ways you see it, right, have the worldviews you hold, then, you, you know, it's, it's I, I want to ask the question, where's, where's, where is room for growth and all that? So that's my time, guys. I, I've been, you know, always enjoy these conversations, and I, I'm excited to, to bring you the, uh, what the future holds for us as we continue to engage these conversations. Um, Again, as we, you know, we leave you with three thoughts. Know the story. Own the story. Change the story. Know the story, right? Educate yourself around this. Um, you know, uh, get around. Get good resources, good books. Um, talk, have real conversations with people. Um, listen well. Uh, listen to the heart. Um, own the story, right? Take some ownership where you need to own it. We all can do well here. We all could, could really serve one another well. We're... We can take personal and collective ownership in areas we need to. And last, and in, in, in where the Lord has you planted in your own life, make sure you're out there making a change. You know, it doesn't mean you need to be in the front lines. Wherever God has planted you and called you to and passioned in your heart and birthed in your heart, show up in those spaces. Uh, make your voice count. Make your thought count. Uh, but help change the narrative. Um, and together that we will make much of Christ and see a real... Uh, ethnic conciliation racial harmony even on this side of heaven say all this in love and until next time
Continue to have the hard conversations.